Hello, welcome to Educational Relevance, a platform for experienced educators to share proven successful strategies to educate today's students. My name is Brian Wright, and I'm here alongside Mark McBeth. Now, what we're going to do right now is to give you a brief introduction of who we are and why we're doing this. Okay, I've been an administrator since 1987, so well over 35 plus years. I've been a head administrator for the last 29 years. So it's been an honor to be working in education. I currently am an adjunct professor at Concordia University, where I teach leadership classes and teachers how to become administrators. So that's my brief information on how who I am. Mark, I'll turn this over to you at this point. All right. So yeah, so my name is Mark Macbeth. I've been a school administrator. I've been a consultant. I've worked at the district office. And I taught numerous subjects at the grades through 6th through 12th grade. And then I also taught at the university. My background has been um, predominantly in as a, a school administrator and consultant. I taught for approximately six years or so and then jumped right into the school administrator. Back then, I thought I knew something. And, and, and now I'm hoping I know a little bit more. So my, my main forte as a background has been working with educators that are instructional leaders, um, whether that be a teacher or a school administrator. And I also have been somebody that goes into schools uh, when they're struggling and underperforming and trying to um, help get them onto the right path and um, help students learn. And that's the main goal. And I want to make sure I say two things. One, I think Mark has hit upon two things I want to make sure we address. The first one is being a, a turnaround lead, uh, administrator. I have been asked to go into several schools as a turnaround administrator and hopefully have been pretty successful in the programs that we've, we've made some changes on and in. And that's been very successful. But also I want to make sure I tell you guys that Mark McBeth was my supervisor and gave me tremendous advice to how to help change at least one of the schools I was in in the district. And he was uh, forthright and very much an educational leader. So Mark, can I say that about Yeah, and, and I guess you and I would not be interacting if you didn't feel strongly about something that I could contribute. But I would say the same thing about you. Um, um, highly experienced uh, administrator before I ever even met you. And during that time of, of trying to help and enhance and support and change some of the things that we were doing in the district, I continued to learn from you as well. And I still learn today. Hey, thank you for saying that, Mark. Now, that being said, Mark, let me, I'm going to make sure I turn this over to you first. Why are we doing educational relevance? And why don't you share an experience that you've had in your past where an experienced leader assisted you when you were younger and helped you become successful in meeting your goals as far as dealing with students? So stories that make the shape who I am, they're, they're endless because I, I really am an eclectic. I collect and, and gather information all the time. Two things, two real big experiences that uh, took place in my life. One was when I was a teacher, um, and I hope someday we have the, my school administrator that was at that building with us. But um, what I learned was in that situation, I, I thought I understood teaching until I was introduced to the idea that you really have to give relevance to student learning. 
And I, I thought it was, you know, if I know my content and I contribute that to, to the students learning and I, I give them this great insight and, and a fun little story with it that they would learn history or science as I was teaching both of those. And when, when I was introduced to working in an alternative high school, I learned that you really had to create relevance no matter what level the student was at, what that relevance was. I knew that I, I learned that relationships became essential. And you need to be able to create results. And if you're not generating results, then you're really not teaching. And and I think that alternative school experience and the school administrator that I had that basically asked me, is what you're doing right now, Mark, getting you what you want? And I'm like, no, the students aren't learning. Then why are we doing what we're doing? Let's talk about a way that you can get what you want. And from that was a huge transition in my world of, of education. And I started to create rigor um, at that point because I wanted the kids, no matter what level they were at, to still learn. Uh, the relevance was was incorporated and, and the relationships became essential. And I started generating results. And I really enjoyed teaching at that moment in time. Um, and so that was a huge transition. The other one was my very first school administrator job. I got so lucky that I had an outstanding superintendent. That superintendent to do walkthroughs with me when I go through the school. He'd sit down and look at my data with me and help me get, give guidance. He would go observe teachers during evaluations with me and coach and support me. He sent me off to training um, to leadership academies and really focused on Mark, the the, the the learning outcome is is generated from a school administrator that's not just strictly a manager, but more of an instructional leader and instructional coach. You have to incorporate yourself in that. Those two big events, one, a school principal who asked me what I was doing, is am I getting what I want? And the second one saying, hey, Mark, let me coach you side by side. Let's look at what's best for you, how your model fits, and let's make things happen. Those two were huge events in my life. Well, it sounds like one thing, you know me, Mark, I always like to make sure I talk about keeping the main thing the main thing, which is student achievement. It sounds like both the people you, you mentioned and both the leaders you mentioned helped you maintain a focus on what was important for the student. Yeah, I, I, would, I would say that's exactly right. And, and, and that's why um, I feel like I'm such an advocate for student learning and student outcomes. And I, I hold that as the central focus. You know, it's it's whatever we're doing. If students are learning, then we're on the right target. If they're not learning, then we're not. And those guys shaped that for me. Well, Mark, it's funny you say that. I'd like to share a story or two with you as well. Because what we're talking about with educational relevance is getting people who've done the same thing for us to do it for some other young people as well, young educators, and giving them tools in their toolbox, Mark. So they can say, hey, they can either use it or they don't have to. But the whole point being, give them as many tools in their toolbox they can so they can find the right tool necessary to help those children they have increase their learning capacity. So let me start with this one. I had, I too was a teacher and I was terrible. I was terrible <laughs> as a teacher. I always tell people that I was a terrible teacher. But one thing that my principal did for me was that I was there and I was so upset about all my kids not learning. And the way I was going about it, I probably would have been out of education within the next two or three years because I tried to save everyone. 
And so he took me out for lunch and he said, what are you trying to do? I said, I'm trying. He said, you cannot save every single student. What you can do is attempt to save everyone. But at the same time, understand there's going to be some misses. But the hits will be the ones that you're going to remember. They'll be the ones that will be important. So when I, once I learned that and realized there were other avenues I could take, he assisted me and I ended up winning a Teacher of the Year award. And that's mm. why I started laughing about that. Even though I still wasn't that good a teacher, but I became much more important as far as trying to get students to be successful in their academic process. And I think that was very important. The second one is also when you're talking about a new administrator and me trying to do the right thing and making sure I'm trying to please everyone. And I had this principal that came to me, my, my, my educational leader, and she said, first of all, you're not ever going to make that work. You have to decide what's important, make your decision, and then live the decision you have. But if you're making the decision geared towards the success of the student, then I think you can live much easier with decisions you make. And I found that to be something that was so relevant to me as far as what I was trying to do for each and every student. And once she said that, then I realized I could work this game and become hopefully a successful administrator. And I've taken the words she'd given me and I've shared those, those words even today. Because what she did for me, Mark, was help me establish a code. A code of how an educational philosophy on how I wanted to make sure I followed things and wanted to get things done for students I was working with. And I, to this day, believe code is the most important thing an educator could have. So, yeah, Mark, I think we both have some uh, history with some people who helped us along this pathway to get us right. where we're going. What yeah, think? I think so, too. So is code is code like um, your how, how do you, how, what shapes you to go through the daily practice? I mean, with with that as kind of your values, your your ethics, is, is that part of your code or is it just a standard of excellence? Well, it's funny. Every code fits every person, whatever code you have. Mine is always an educational philosophy. It's a belief that we can make these changes for the best of students. But you got to have that belief and you got to believe that, you know, that code is what you're going to live right. by. Matter of fact, I tell aspiring administrators, if you have a code, if you're not willing to lose your job over your code, then all you have are words in print. And then it's not really a code. You got to have something that you believe in. And if you believe in that and you want to follow that, good luck to you and I wish you the best. And everybody's code is different. It's not the same for you and I. You and I have different codes, but I'm sure if we had 50 administrators or 50 educators on this program, they'd all have their own different codes and how they believe what they should be following. All right. So if I can ask you, Mark, just throwing out there to you, what would be your code and what you think you or what you think you'd be following as far as like, getting experienced educators to assist new new young? What do you think my code would be? Sure. Yeah. So, you know, I, I just I think that it's essential that we are all aiming for the same thing. That that whether whether we want to say it's a mission, whether we want to say it's a vision. But it's it's this is the same kind of code of ethics that that student loss is is unacceptable if we and and, and it's kind of like you were saying you know you, you can't save them all but but we sure in the heck should be trying to I mean we, we should be doing everything in in our, our repertoire that we can think of to do that and 
that's that's really where my my code is is it's like student loss is unacceptable it's just unacceptable and and until uh you know and and the thing is is you know we've heard of tiered three instruction and i have a nice little model on that but the idea is that you know you're giving instruction to all the students and then some need a little bit more and some need really intense the thing is, is even when they're in the intense, we never, ever give up on them. Now, one of the things I, I talk about is a little different is adults that are impacting students, at some point, if they're not helping get to that same model, they're not thinking the same thing, then then those teachers, um, school administrators, um, secretaries, custodians, you name it, everybody that's in the system um, – we, at some point, we give up on them, but we never give up on a kid. And anybody that wants to give up on kids doesn't really fit that model, in my mind, of my code of ethics, of how I go into a school. And so it's always student learning outcome. It's always essential. Rigor, relevance, relationships generates the results we need. Hey, thank you, Mark. So, Mark, let me do it this way. Let me explain the premise of what we're probably going to do as far as educational relevance then let me turn this over to you as far as finishing off what this first meeting is talking about, what we're trying to accomplish. The premise is this. We're looking at something where we're going to have an experienced educator come speak. And hopefully they'll speak between 15 to 20 minutes, no longer, regarding some educational strategy that they've used in the past that's shown some degree of success. And that a new educator could, or a younger educator can take it, put in their toolbox and use it if they wish. Or if they decide it's not for them, they don't have to. But at the same time, if they think there's something they want to utilize, we'll actually also, Mark, tell me if I'm wrong, we'll also provide something where we can give you something. As you give us your information, we'll send you a copy of the idea they used, of the strategies that you utilized in that classroom or as far as in the school, and we will share those ideas and strategies with you. So that's going to be the premise we look for and how we want to do this. Mark, I'll tell you right now, I'm going to turn this over to you. And I want to say thank you for sharing this, these moments with me. And it's great being with you, partner. You just don't know how much this is. Uh, this thank you. This is really very, very much. Yeah, so, so I'll reflect slightly on a story as we go through that. I used to work for the State Department of Education in Kansas. And I used to go to lunch with, with three retired gentlemen that came back to work at the State Department. And we used to sit there at lunch and I'd go, why in the heck did you not tell me that 10 years ago? Why did you not tell me that five years ago? You know, because I was learning constantly. Those guys just had such a wealth of knowledge and experience. That is what we're, we're after. You and I are wanting to go out and learn more. And you and I can learn more by interviewing these folks. And as you and I grow, we can help others grow. That's the intent. And what I really want to do is be able to reflect on it and say, what do they do that creates relevance to today's world, to our educators today? So we might have somebody that spent 40 years in education and is now retired and people might go, oh, well, he, you know, he, he was back in the 70s. But the lesson that we can take from that, we can apply to today. That's the relevance. And we'll, we'll take it and with your knowledge and experience and what your practitioner, you're doing as a practitioner right now in the field, coaching other administrators, we can then con combine that relevance to a practitioner perspective of what's going on today. And you and I can reflect on that a little bit. We'll add that and contribute to that to that, that podcast. 
who are going to learn a lot from people. And that really excites me, that constant learning. Um, I, I want to be able to go, oh, dang, why didn't I think of that? You know, that's the people I'm hoping we interview is, is the people that can just go, jeez, oh, yeah, that's a good one. Or, man, look at the impact that that person's made. You know, and just mm-hmm. uh, to, to think about the people that you and I have touched our lives, not only did they influence the 400 kids, the 1,000 kids, whatever they had inside their school building, right? But then they influenced you, who has now been a practitioner who's had thousands of kids, and now you're working with other practitioners, and you and they're all impacting thousands of kids. That one person has impacted so many kids, and that's where we're going to let Absolutely. them continue to impact student learning by sharing what's relevant from their experience with us. Outstanding. Well, I tell you what, Mark, I'm going to say thank you for joining me in this crusade and this mission. I really appreciate it. And for all those who are listening and paying attention to this, we'll be back again with other administrators sharing their ideas, their thoughts, their strategies, always trying to make sure we keep the main thing, the main thing, which is student achievement. And I want to say thank you for everybody. Have a good night.